Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. got a kind of space back home that you make music in yeah so i like um we've got an attic and it used to just be full of like a load of random shit so i just kind of like converted it into like a little music studio which is pretty handy <laughs> pretty lucky to be able to like have a space during lockdown where i can just still like carry on is that where you did the bbc thing yeah it's yeah it's quite pretty as well so it's it's good for videos <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've got was it kind of like phones and stuff yeah and yeah, and like loads of fairy lights, which is good. <laughs> were all the songs from the EP written in that space or were they written in different places? Uh, yeah, no, I think all of the EP songs were written here, yeah. Because I think, when did I do It's so confusing because because of lockdown, it all kind of feels like a blur. Like I don't really have any concept of time anymore. Um, when I signed with Clue, I'd only, I only had like one song for the EP and then I kind of just, in the, in the first lockdown, I just wrote all the EP songs um, during that time. So yeah, it was, yeah, I would have been back home. Did it feel like you were tapping into that moment or were you kind of drawing from lots of different events in your life and times in your life? I think it was, uh, I, I, I think what it was, was I think the first lockdown for me was just like a very good time for like reflection because obviously like living in these like I don't know I was just going to loads of different things and like everything was happening really quickly and then I came back home and it was just very calm and like it just gave me a chance to kind of catch up on all my like thoughts and stuff so I guess it yeah I guess it was just an expression of that really. That's kind of what showers is about isn't it that kind of space for reflection yeah. Exactly that yeah so I think that's probably I think they're all kind of linked in that way and just kind of getting my head around like who like who I am on like how I think and kind of that that I think that's kind of the vibe of the whole EP. It's interesting that all of it was written in the lockdown as well because a lot of the songs kind of seem to be a little bit about connection. Showers we were just speaking about there it's kind of about connecting with your thoughts you're connecting with other people like on human and skin and then you're kind of connecting with your past on summer. Yeah yeah that's I've never actually thought of that but um yeah 
I guess that maybe that's what I was like kind of reflecting upon just like connection in different forms because I, I, yeah I mean I feel like that is quite a big important part of just like life in general that is true I've never actually thought of that but that is a good point <laughs> what do you think Safer at Sea is trying to connect to then because that was the one that I couldn't quite place in terms of that frame. Uh, yeah uh, Safer at Sea is a bit weird it um I think it was I kind of did that one when I was I was just feeling a bit like pissed off by like society <laughs> just like I don't know it was it was it was just I was like pissed off with like Boris Johnson just the government and all that kind of shit and then just some people who I'm like how can you be that shit like just <laughs> like it's so mad and like I so I think yeah it's just kind of mesh for like we'd be more sane if we were just out in the wild like yeah like just out at sea and then I kind of also it was like during a time when like Pretty Patel was like talking about the refugee crisis and she just was like so like she just had no empathy towards it at all and it just made me think so I kind of like drew a connection because of you know all of the like refugees crossing the sea and stuff so I kind of tried to link them if that makes any sense. Yeah it's kind of the same thing with sometimes I forget a human too that kind of sentiment could be applied to a similar thing. Yeah definitely I think yeah, so I think Safer at Sea was a lot more like, this is how I view society. And, and um, yeah, I think sometimes there's just so many evil, is that the right word? You know, just kind of unnecessary, like, negativity that it would we would be, like, safe for just anywhere. And, then, and sometimes I forget is, I think it's a lot more personal with me, like, my um, feelings towards, like, connections and, like, how I see myself versus, like, another person or whatever. And I think sometimes I forget is a lot about self-doubt and stuff like that. It's interesting that although the song Safer at Sea came from this kind of place of, like you were kind of saying, almost frustration at all the negativity in the world, there is a real sense of kind of peace at the heart of it and in the soundscape and kind of slightly echoed in the lyrical themes. When was the last time you kind of felt a proper sense of peace about everything? Ooh, um, always, I always just like love summer. <laughs> like, hence the song Summer. Um, I don't know I just I'm just always really really I think it's also just like I just don't really like winter like when it's just a bit meh like the weather gray and just everyone's just a little bit more depressed there's just better energy in summer I don't know I think that's always when I'm like thriving the best so probably like last summer or whatever was probably yeah do you write more songs in the winter or more songs in the summer you know what it's probably the different type of songs like in the winter they're probably a lot more depressing just like me like being like fuck off to society (laughs) (laughs) and then in the summer they're probably a bit like nicer and a bit more positive but I I, it's a bit weird because I think I um I go through like I like intensely write so I I probably have like a few months of just not doing anything and then a few months of just solidly doing that and then nothing else really do you kind of ease into it gradually when that's happening or is it just one day you wake up and suddenly you're in it and you're writing again for like a few months in a row yeah it is it is kind of like that it's just like very intense I think and I don't know why but I'm like and also when I'm in like that headspace like I am actively like I need to stay in this headspace because this is like the time where I'll probably produce like some of the most like authentic stuff because then I never I, I, I never really like writing where I'm like actively thinking about what I'm gonna do like I just like to be able to do it and then like just come directly from 
that one time so yeah I think it's quite sudden to be honest and then I'll have a few months of just being like oh fuck (laughs) 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 what sort of a headspace are you in at the moment with it I've been I've been a bit shit the past few weeks but I did a few last month which I'm quite happy with but I do it's weird because I know lots of songwriters who um like they 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 take I don't know like a, a year finishing a song Whereas I, I, I like literally do it from start to finish and then I don't really look back at it. But yeah, I, I like to like do it there and then and then it's and then like I'm happy with that as the final product. So the, the lyrics, for instance, they don't really come in chunks. Does it kind of just come in a stream of consciousness? They just kind yeah, of arrives it, fully. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always have like notes on my on my like phone of just like phrases or like key ideas or whatever. And then I think like. I normally I always start with like instrumental and then I just like look at my ideas and then it just goes from there and then I do I don't even really write the lyrics down to be honest which is it's kind of bad because <laughs> I forget what I've sung but um yeah it's, it's it's quite quick so it's almost like once you take the instrumentation you've got that down and then you take one lyrical idea and put it in there that's what then kind of sparks the whole song yeah I'll use like the key idea so I think I had like for safer at sea I just had safer at sea as a phrase because I think sometimes even when I write the ideas I don't even consciously know like what I'm like meaning at the time like I'm just like that sounds right or um that sounds like something I could like express in a song and then I just write from there really hopefully it doesn't sound shit (laughs) When does the meaning arrive for you? When does it kind of start to make sense and settle in your mind? I don't know because it depends. But I think with Safer at Sea, I'd like written the phrase down. And then whilst I was like doing the instrumental and stuff, I kind of then thought about it and then carried on with the song. So I think it is like the original phrase. And then I, I work out like if it's like a metaphor or something, like what I want to express from that and then carry on with it. I think it's quite a weird way of doing it <laughs> so will you have the melody already in the instrumentation and you kind of have to work the phrase maybe twist it a little bit to fit it into the melody yeah I mean I, I, I always start with drums and then I just come up with random guitar I'll look through my notes and be like I don't know just what I'm feeling like I want to like work off of and then um yeah and I don't know I just always get a melody in my head and then just do that <laughs> like it's really I I'm really bad at talking about it because I just I don't I just don't really think about it that much. I mean, I just I just kind of do it and then whatever the final result is is it. <laughs> Are you cuz you're self-taught, right? Yeah, yeah. And maybe you think it maybe comes a little bit from that and it kind of just being a natural thing in the first place. Prob yeah, probably because and the thing is is like I'm if you were like um I don't know like here's a sheet of music like I literally wouldn't be able to do it at all. Like I'm so, I don't have any music theory or anything like that. I just, I, I guess I, you'd say I just like do it for my ear or whatever. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's probably quite bad. I should probably get good at it. Actually, like knowing what I play. Um, but also I think a bit of me, I think, I think I kind of know that if I was to learn music theory properly, like properly, like I think it would kind of like hinder me because I'd then start to overthink it. So it would just completely change the whole process. When you know what the rules are as well, you stick to them. If you don't know what the rules are, you can kind of just do whatever. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I always find it so funny because at my uni, there's like the majority of people there are like, you know, they're good at music theory and like they've been trained from the age of like 
four or something. Um, so I think they, and I remember when this one guy who does jazz, he like asked, he was like, how do you come up with these melodies? I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. Like, it just happens. But I just thought it was funny that like somebody who's like, really really knows it like kind of like a science like was like interested in how I did it do you remember the first time a melody came to you um I, I mean I started off literally using my phone and garage band I saw a video of Steve Lacey and he like had like a, it's like a it's called an iRig and you just like plug it in to your phone um through like the headphone jack and then you can like um plug your guitar in through that um, so I, ordered, I like I ordered one of them straight away. Yeah, I just started making like beats on GarageBand and then putting guitar on top. And then I just spoke like the first songs I ever did. I just like spoke into my um into my phone for like my vocals, and like two. I swear like two of them, like um my local like local BBC introducing like picked up. So like the first stuff was literally just on my phone. <laughs> I mean, it can still be that way for some people, even when they kind of get to a higher level I've got someone coming on the podcast later on this week who in some of their finished songs the stuff was just recorded to like iPhone mics and things just like little bits because you, you guess it's all about the feeling isn't it yeah definitely like I yeah and I I love that like it's and it's it's also kind of weird because I'm studying production which and you get a lot of people who are like oh you have to use this microphone and like it has to be done in this way which I like I don't know I kind of hate that because like you obviously you you're making music from what you have around you so and everybody has different equipment so like you know if you have like a random phone or like like a weird music software then you're gonna like then create your originality from that because it's going to be different than like the norm so I think it's kind of cool doing it a weird way (laughs) yeah it comes back to this idea of limitations as well and you kind of need them to spark something. And depending on the limitations, it'll spark different things. Yeah. And, and also, like, simplicity is so good. It's like, you can, you can do so many things from, like, two chords. It doesn't, like, just because a song has, like, eight different variations in it or whatever doesn't mean that it's going to be better than a song with, like, two chords in it. Do you tend to find that you kind of express yourself in a simple way naturally as opposed to like a complex way I guess so like I reckon most of my songs are probably quite simple but then again I, d- I don't really know what I play when I do it so I wouldn't be able like I, I don't even know like some of the chords that I do I just kind of play them and then if I like the sound of them I'm like yeah that's good <laughs> so yeah I don't know I get I probably am simple is in like but then I but then lots of my songs are kind of like laid up so just like different guitar parts all layered. So I don't know, I guess it depends what you think simple is. <laughs> I mean, I guess what the simpler it is as well, the easier it is to resonate with more people. Yeah, and I always think um, like the, to like a, gen, like a normal person who like doesn't do music or whatever, like they're not going to know if you're like doing a, I don't know, a weird chord variation or, or doing something like fancy. Like they're just going to hear it and like, you know, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, if I like the sound of it, then yeah." So, was your uh, was your grandma musical? Um, not really. Uh, she, oh, I, I tried to like. It's really weird, like the the name of it, because I literally just did it because I was um, I came back from traveling and I came back to stay at my grandma's, and that's when I started making the garage band beats. 
and I wanted to upload them to SoundCloud and I was like oh my god I need a name like what am I going to call it <laughs> just like I'm literally like the the reason why I started doing the garage band was just because I was literally bored so I was like I just it was like a literal thing so I guess that kind of links back to it being simple like it was literally just what I was <laughs> at the moment which is funny because people always are like oh like did she did she inspire you to do music and all that and it's it's I think she just finds it funny because it was literally like I was just bored at her house. <laughs> when you came back to hers, was that after you'd been travelling in Cambodia? Yeah, it was, oh, I can't remember, I was quite young. I think I was in like year 10 or something. You know, like those companies that do like, you travel to Cambodia and you like help out in the community and stuff. It was kind of like that. But um, it was just wild because like I'd never been, because uh, I've just, I'd never been to anywhere other than like Europe. So it's just a completely different like culture and just way of life and it was just so so different so like coming back after a few months of that I was just a bit like oh shit <laughs> like yeah how does an experience like that kind of change the way that you view the world I think you know what it was it was when I was there you saw it, it was just like everybody all the people who I met like in the village and stuff they were just so like positive like it was like this the little things that brought happiness and then I just it just made me hate like materialistic stuff like I always I always already like kind of like that but I don't know like they just didn't really have that many possessions or like material like belonging belongings or anything but they still seemed more happy than like you know people in the UK <laughs> So it was just interesting to like see that. Maybe it comes back to what we were saying about simplicity. When you kind of strip everything out of life, you get a clearer view of what's important. Yeah, and I think I think you can like link, link that to lockdown, to be honest, because I feel like because people have been prevented from like being able to do stuff and you're just kind of left with like, you know, you're just either like if you've had to go home or, you know, you've just had to like find different ways to like, entertain yourself, like go out for walks and stuff. I don't know. It's just, it's like the simple things. <laughs> it's the same with what we were saying earlier about, it's, you know, the connection and the music as well. It comes back to like, it's like friends and feelings. That's the kind of two things it boils down to, to a certain extent. Yeah. Simple thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's definitely, I think it's really shifted my like perspective on that. Like, I think that is the most important thing. And, and even like, I don't know, if you were to like order, like a new pair of shoes or something and it was like really cool like you probably get like happiness from them for like like a few days and then it'd be gone whereas like friendship and like family and like just like small like even like having like toast in the morning I feel like that's just like just like the little little things yeah just having a cup of coffee and a walk through the park or whatever yeah exactly like maybe I'm just really old like (laughs) yeah maybe I just fit the grandma vibe um but yeah I definitely that's definitely like what I like like I'm yeah I'm into the small simplistic stuff (laughs) it's funny you mentioned that though because the kind of perspective of a lot of the songwriting does feel like it's coming from a place of clarity that's kind of achieved maybe later on in life than usually at this point if that makes sense yeah I mean I think I've like read a lot of blogs that have said like I remember some of them were like, oh my God, I can't believe that she's like 19 or whatever. And I think it's interesting because obviously like, 
I don't know like I just I'm just writing from what I know and like who I am but I, I'm not sure maybe maybe I am just old maybe that's my <laughs> it's my energy um but yeah I'm not sure maybe I think maybe it's because I did philosophy a level that's why that's what sparked it I'm a bit I'm probably a bit philosophical and like think about things a lot which is probably a bit not normal for most people <laughs> were you already thinking about stuff like that the kind of more existential things prior to taking philosophy yeah uh, it's weird because i did philosophy like i didn't i needed an extra um subject to pick and i never really like thought about it but i read the little like blurb that you get in the like sixth um sixth form pack and i was like oh that sounds interesting (laughs) um so i did it and then yeah i guess i've always i think my like one of my teachers in philosophy was like i can just tell that you're philosophical Yeah, I just carry that energy. Um, but yeah, I think I just like to like think about things and yeah, it's just interesting. Do you ever feel like you overthink things as a result of that? Yeah, definitely. All the time, like, I don't know, just little things like if you've like said the right thing or I don't know if you've done. I think I'm very like self-critical. So I always think like I should be doing more, which is probably linked to that in some way. But it's also kind of good because it probably means that I'm like, quite productive because of it but yeah overthinking's not fun because <laughs> it's also it's so strange doing like if you're doing music as a job or like something arty or creative because you like genuinely enjoy it it just feels it to me it, it feels weird to say that I'm doing like it's my job because like I'm just I'm like having a good time doing it and I think there's like this weird thing in society where it's like a job is a job and you do it for like I don't know, like eight hours a day or whatever, and then you can come home and then like enjoy yourself. Whereas, like, I don't know, if you're doing a creative thing, it's like it's a constant job. So it's 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 weird. I think. Can you ever switch off? No, <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the issue, really. Like, because it's like a, it is a thing that I just genuinely enjoy doing, and um, I just like I do want to do it most of the time. I think before I ever, like before I signed, I literally was just doing it for fun. And I didn't even, because I'm the kind of person where I was like, oh, I'll have to like be a music teacher or something. Like I wasn't really like, oh, this is going to be something that I could, you know, actually do for like, I don't know, in the long term. Um, And like, I never really thought that it was like a sustainable kind of I mean, which it still isn't. Like, I'm probably still going to have to work at, like, Weatherspoons or something. Um, <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult to, like, count, like, see it as a job for me, I think. Does it add a certain pressure when that does kind of begin to factor into it and you get signed? Yeah, a bit. I think now when I'm doing a song, I'm like, is this going to do well? Whereas I think in the past, I never really cared because I was just kind of doing it for fun even though it's like great like I think it's really good for like my music and everything being signed um I think also is kind of a bit in the creativity where like I need to not let it like hinder me because it's like I shouldn't really care like if it sounds like it could do well or whatever like it should just be natural um but I think it's because there's so many more people involved now whereas like before it was just me and nobody else was like involved in my music yeah, it is different, but <laughs> I'm trying to forget it when I'm doing the music and just pretend that it was like it was before. It's kind of a little bit like 
showers where you're trying to get to that place of mental clarity where you're kind of just having a conscious stream of thoughts and nothing else is really kind of filtering into it yeah that yeah I think I think that's like the best songs to be honest like if you're just I mean for me like that's why I never like to spend more than like I don't know like a day doing a song because if if I have to go back to the lyrics or like change them to like sound more impressive or whatever I just feel like it makes it unauthentic like it's because it's not like just naturally what I would say or like which I don't know I feel like lots of songwriters would probably disagree with me because <laughs> like lots of people probably see it as like a, an art that can be like changed or whatever to make more profound but I, I quite like it just being like raw and like natural what it is I think it is literally just my lack of like planning behind all of it <laughs> like I didn't plan anything really like I just made some songs in my room because I like doing it and um like I didn't really know anything about late like I don't know anything about labels I don't know anything about like any of that and I think weird like t- for t- like to me I just assumed that everyone was like that but like loads of people are like you know their whole careers are like planned and like thought out and all that kind of stuff so yeah it's probably quite and, and I guess people can hear that in the music if it's if it's completely new and not like weirdly like robotically like thought out <laughs> um but yeah it's it's interesting because I don't think I'd ever want to get to that point where right this is going to be like a number one hit I'm gonna I'm gonna write this for that purpose and then put it out there like I just I just don't think I think it would be like completely against like who I am so I just don't think I'd be able to do it <laughs> is your songwriting process kind of still evolving as well Prob- yeah probably like well, I think I'm like inevitably getting better. Just like I was, I think like the other day I listened to this song that I did a few months ago. I was like, oh my God, that's so shit. Like, <laughs> so, I think it's just like finding how I work best, like and actually understanding that and then being able to like do that more quickly rather than starting a process and then, you know, taking time to get like, to get into what I want to get into. I think I kind of know like how to like start off a lot easier but it's still a working process <laughs> it's like oh in in the future I'll probably listen to the songs that I'm doing now and be like oh my god <laughs> you have to write these songs to get to the ones in the future though like you can't get to the ones that you'll then think are better without going through ones that are stepping stones yeah definitely like I mean even like skin I absolutely like it's gonna sound like I don't hate it, but I do kind of hate it because I wrote it like last. I wrote it. That's like my oldest song. I just think with me, like I write a bunch of songs that there'll be like I don't know, like a few months, and then I'll start a new bunch of songs, and they'll just be like to me, they just sound so different. So I I don't know. I kind of hate. It. I I kind of end up like hating them in a way because I'm like that was the old me. This is the new me. Like. Um, I kind of want to move on probably a bit too quickly but which song on the EP was written in the quickest amount of time or the shortest amount of time sorry I'm trying to think maybe I think no definitely showers actually yeah because I literally like when I say I wrote it in the shower I literally wrote it in the shower like <laughs> I, was, I was like obviously I didn't get like a pen and paper out and started writing it um <laughs> but I like I because I, I even got the melody in the shower so I was just like I think I was in the shower and I was like 
I'm thinking like I was actively thinking a lot just like about life and just like what was happening in lockdown and then and then I was like oh shit like this is a thing like I could talk about how like I like overthink and and kind of like process my thoughts in the shower and then I just started and then like the first line is like do you ever think of showers as like a new beginning because I think when you go in I mean to me like I don't I feel like I don't really process emotions like I just kind of glide through life and then there'll be like a moment where I suddenly I'm like oh shit these are all my thoughts so I think when I shower like I, I suddenly like access all the thoughts um so I I yeah I just thought about that and then I just started writing it and then I wrote it and then I was like shit I need to write them down because <laughs> I'm gonna forget but yeah yeah so showers definitely it's interesting to think about that in the context of what we were saying earlier about how you'll go a few months and not really do too much and then suddenly it'll be every day you'll be writing a lot do you notice that ever kind of line up with when the bursts of thought and emotion kind of come and you stop gliding and it hits you is there a pattern there to do yeah oh yeah definitely like I think I think I am quite emotional it's just because I like to do like just lots of things like I don't know I think I'm quite I can't really sit still and I just like to be doing a lot so I don't really think I give myself much time to like kind of like access my thoughts so yeah and then when I do that's when I start writing like my ideas down in my notes because I've like finally given myself time to think about what I've been feeling so yeah I think it definitely reflects like in all my songs yeah I mean skin's kind of about that to a certain well it's about this idea of being able to you're unable to give yourself to someone else emotionally. Did writing that song and kind of noticing that then enable you to do that in future? Like what you're saying there about your quite an emotional person? I, you know, I think skin was kind of the point of me realising that that's what I was like. Yeah, it was about like me like seeing someone and not necessarily being able to like emotionally express myself, but, you know, being there physically. Looking back on that, I was like, I, I managed to pinpoint that as to why it didn't work out. And then... To be honest, I think skin is the whole embodiment of that. Like, that is what that is about, which is weird to think about. (laughs) Is it easier to express yourself in the music than in conversation sometimes? Yeah, definitely. Which is, I think, why I'm so, like, when people ask me, like, oh, what does that lyric mean? Or, like, what does that mean? Like, I think because they're so kind of personal and, like, something that I probably wouldn't say in a normal conversation. It feel, I, I don't know it makes me feel quite vulnerable like talking about them because I wouldn't just normally say it because it is like a stream of consciousness like it's, it's interesting to think about like it's weird to dissect it <laughs> <laughs> I mean that vulnerability you're talking about there as well seems to come back to the idea of it being authentic and being kind of raw so it's probably I th- probably like it's kind of like a therapy session to be honest just writing the songs because <laughs> I need to like get the thoughts out of my system or I'll probably just explode or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's probably a good good free therapy session (laughs) to kind of come back to skin though you know when you say that when you come up with that song and it perfectly encapsulates that aspect of you and what you want to say about it how does that feeling compare to when you have a really deep conversation with someone and open up I think the writing it in a song is a lot easier for me just because I like I, t- I kind of only have to be vulnerable with myself in that moment whereas in a, in a deep conversation you're kind of opening yourself up and being vulnerable with another person which I think is obviously a lot more like I mean for me it's a lot more scary but probably I mean it's I'd probably 
like appreciate a deep conversation or opening up with somebody more than me just like writing my own thing um but yeah it's definitely a lot easier for me to like write it down and turn it into a song (laughs) than actually say it to another person interesting that feels easier i get what you mean there about it being kind of a more secure situation but at the same time the song is permanent whereas the conversation is kind of only a temporary moment yeah and yeah as in like it's gonna exist in the world yeah yeah like yeah that's true i think that's probably why when you know when i have to talk about like the meaning of the songs it's it seems a bit i don't know i'm a bit like oh shit like this is a bit real um yeah that's true actually now i'm never gonna write a vulnerable song again because i know (laughs) closed off (laughs) yeah (laughs) my songs are only gonna be boring and shit from now on (laughs) when did you have the kind of revelation and the realization that prompted human about kind of realizing that we're all the same when did that kind of burst of clarity arrive for you i'm trying to it was definitely it was at uni because i think i think uni is such an interesting place like you get a load of people who've just finally left their like little towns shoved them into a big space together like (laughs) they've all had completely different lives like I don't know it's just I think I'm probably just I just like watch people too much probably which sounds weird not in a weird way like just like analyze people and like um like people watching yeah I guess it's like psychology I'm like curious why they like act in certain ways but I think I was just kind of in a place where it was my first year of uni and I was just kind of like seeing people and I was and and I was just kind of like seeing how they weren't like coping well or like they were like struggling to like adjust to uni life and stuff like through like I don't know like drugs but like intensely not in a good way like not just recreational like you know really like going for it yeah and I think as a person I'm quite like oh everybody else is like doing really well and like um thriving and like being really like productive and I don't know I think I always just think that everybody's doing better than me but then I think one day I I don't know when it was I was just like oh shit like other people are also like having a shit time um so I think that's and then that's why I linked it to like sometimes I forget you're human too because really like everybody has shit times and like so it was kind of I, I think I wrote that line as a like a reassurance to myself to be like oh it's okay to not be like 100% perfect all the time what do you kind of feel unifies us most as individuals oh, god i guess i guess people does that make sense in like relationships yeah, relationships connections like i honestly think if you know you didn't have connections with other people you'd be absolutely fucking insane like <laughs> i think like even me like me realizing that like other people go through shit and like they're not like that you know that was like kind of good for me to realize that and that was through connections with other people how are you kind of coping with the adjustment at the moment then when those kind of relationships and connections are severed to a certain extent i don't know i think it's 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 been good that i've like i kind of took the time to just work on songs and and new material um but it is a bit shit, isn't it? I mean, everyone's finding it shit. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's kind of, I'm kind of split because I like the fact that like people are going outside more and like, I like, you know, I, I feel like I'm appreciate like, as we said, like I'm like appreciating the little things more, but also I do want to go to the pub and get a pint and like go to, a- <laughs> like, you know, all the normal stuff that we were used to. 
So it is a bit strange. Is songwriting more of an escape then at the moment? Yeah, I think, yeah, I look, I was looking back at my songs that I've done recently and they're quite, I think they're a bit darker than my other ones. Like just, I think every, but even like people who, you know, my most like positive mates are just a bit like, oh, it's a bit of a shit time. Like <laughs> everyone's inevitably being affected by it, I think in like one way or another. But I also think it is, it's also probably kind of therapy to kind of go back and, and, and like, you know, you, you've got nothing else to do other than to really sit and think. <laughs> yeah, that introspection can be tough sometimes, depending on what it kind of brings up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think obviously it depends. Like it's going to be different for one person than the next. Um, and I think, so, yeah, like some days I'm like, oh, my God, I fucking like, even though it sounds bad, I'm like, I love lockdown. Like, I'm like getting to spend time with like my cat and my dog and like you know go for walks but then also other days I'm like oh my god I wish I was back at a gig <laughs> like you know doing the normal stuff so it is it's yeah it's strange I guess is songwriting usually a process kind of of solitude for you anyway yeah I mean I always kind of I do think I always end up writing at a time where I'm feeling like I, I'm like really heavy so I need to get like something off my chest or like, um, or like I've just, you know, like when I said like all of my emotions like kind of come out, like it's like a splurge. So I think, yeah. And then it's kind of like once I've written something or, or um, like emphasized on like a phrase, then I feel a lot lighter and I'm a bit, yeah, I'm a bit, okay, I'm a bit more like okay with life at that point. <laughs> Can you come up with other ideas when other people are in the room? Mm, uh, see, I, I'm not, I feel like I'm not the best at collaborating. <laughs> like, but that's probably linked to me, like, not being able to be vulnerable with people. I can do it with, like, my close friends and stuff. But I think if you were, like, you know, there's, like, mass songwriting sessions where there's just, like, strangers in a room and then they write, like, or whatever. I don't, I don't think I'd be able to do that. I, do, I just would feel like it was just so unauthentic and, like, I don't know, a part of me would just probably hate that. <laughs> I guess if you keep them raw as well, when you kind of go into that environment, it tends to be about working at them. You're supposed to like kind of come in with pre-existing ideas. Yeah, exactly. It's I'd, Yeah, it would feel a lot more like a forced thing than a natural just like this sort of feeling, like I need to get it off my chest so then you get a song out of it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 